Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Previously on Brain Buster Boys. Last week, Bruce told Bo that Vince wants to make him the host of the show. And I'm going to be honest, uh, that's just fucking ludicrous. Yeah. Can't imagine that going well. We're still good on what we talked about, right? You taking over as host? Wait, 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 wait. We're not good on anything like that. None of us agreed to that. You're right, Bob. Exactly right. We can make this show the worst wrestling podcast imaginable. We can make it the Star Trek V of podcasts. We can drag your little show to the curb and throw it in a dumpster and let it on fire if we want. Just in case you forgot, we are your bosses. From now on, Bo is the host of the Brain Buster Boys. Okay, if we're going to make it through this, if we're going to see what's on the other side, whatever it may be, then I'm going to have to steer this thing. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess you have to. So, all right, then. uh, Hope you're ready. 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 Gentlemen, how the fuck are you? Well, it's just me, Brett, and uh, I'll be honest, Joe, uh, not too great. Yeah, I heard what happened with Vince and Bruce on your last show. Uh, real sorry to hear that. I hate it for you, man. I, I really, really do. Thanks, Joe. That's nice of you to say. And, you know, I was just calling to check in, see how you how you were doing, but I think, you know, I can definitely retain the lines here, so it's kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, you know, you're still getting to cover the top level of wrestling, though, right? Even if it's a different capacity for you. Well, yeah, but it doesn't even really feel that way. Uh, You know, it feels like we're just covering Vince and now, honestly, Triple H, too. And Vince is telling Bo to talk about Star Trek and Zwan now, which doesn't really make any sense, especially if he wants this whole thing to be about the main roster. I mean, it just feels like we're regurgitating whatever talking points they put in front of us at this point. And now they've kind of got Bo on a string, which isn't his fault, but, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do. And, you know, it doesn't even really feel like wrestling anymore. It just feels like pointless drama. Yeah, dude. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. I, I feel you there, bud. You know, me and uh, everyone here at Ring of Honor, you know, we're, we're, we're here for you guys. Hey, I, hey, I appreciate that. Not, you know, I'm going to be honest, like, I don't regret the decision to go with WWE because, you know, it really did seem like the best idea at the time. And who knows, maybe things will work out. It's, you know, hard to see it right now, but, you know, Bo's right. We got to kind of try and stay the course as best we can, whatever the fuck that leads to. Well, hey, Brad, I just want you to know, I wasn't calling trying to get you to jump ship or anything. You know, it's not my style, but sure. Like I said, you'll always have a home with us on Ring Honor, but you know, I just wanted to reach out and let you know that I'm pulling for you. And regardless of staying course means, you know, you know, going a different direction or if it means keeping on doing what you're doing, I'm, uh, I'm here for you if you need me. Hey, Joe, that's awesome. I really appreciate that. And, you know, it's been wonderful just kind of getting to know you over these past few months. And again, like definitely have an interest in Ring of Honor. And I know you guys are doing some good stuff. So, yeah, that really means a lot. Thank you. So uh, speaking of that real quick, I saw on Twitter you guys are digging some old ROH matches. Anything uh, anything kind of catching your fancy? Yeah, man. Actually, yeah, it's great. But, hey, I actually got to run, but would love to talk to you about that another time. Yeah, just some great shit, but got a lot to take care of, Joe. Good to hear from you. 
Let's do it. Doki, Artichoke, Loki. Wow, Loki. The, the Norse god of mischief. This is the Brain Buster Boys, and I am Bo Rand along with Brett Jagger. Hi. It's episode 19. We're happy to be here. Er... Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Um, Vince uh, made a big move, and we followed suit like cards in the game, except if the cards were permanent, which they are. So, um, we're going to be talking about wrestling. Um, we're going to be talking about Star Trek. Mm. We're going to be talking about the band's one. I um, can't wait. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be our uh, exciting, scintillating broadcast to the world. And it's weird uh, already sitting in different chairs. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. You're sitting in the, the, the that, and I'm sitting in the one that goes... Yeah, we uh, we took this to heart and uh, really uh, literally switched chairs. So Bo is in the big boy seat, and uh, <laughs> I'm happy to be in the, uh, the I don't know, seat. Yeah, the, uh, the ancillary the, seat. The tight seat. The tight seat is the tight seat. So uh, let's yeah. just fire it away. Let's go to the Star Trek and Zwan report. All right, so, uh, okay, how are we doing this? All right, so, uh... Lead us in, lead uh, us in. What, right. what is the Star Trek and Zwan the Star report? Trek and Why Zwan are we here? It's a report on Star Trek <laughs> news and Zwan news relevant to what and we're talking about. And who is Zwan? Why don't you remind the listeners? Zwan is Billy Corgan's band between the Smashing Pumpkins iterations, and Star Trek is the sci-fi television series band between Star Wars iterations. I thought it was Billy Cardigan. Oh, uh, well, We take... <laughs> what? <laughs> we won't tell him about that. So, okay, what do we got on tap? For... Alright, we got we got on the Star Trek and Zwan Report. News report number one. One, one. I guess that's me. Uh, Star Trek. LeVar Burton, who starred as Lieutenant Commander, is it Geordi? Geordi? Geordi. Geordi. Yeah, as you can tell, I'm really hip on my Star Trek knowledge. Lieutenant Commander Geordi LaForge in Star Trek The Next Generation and of certainly Reading Rainbow fame has been selected to be one of the guest hosts of Jeopardy. I hope he gets to have sex because of that. I mean, sex is always good. Um, but it's controversial. Um, <laughs> the, the next piece of news, yes. How are you excited? Are you going to watch LeVar host Jeopardy? Well, I, I am, um, you know, because he was um, somebody who's, they, they, they've pushed a whole lot. I think he's somebody who's a very strong candidate for the show. And um, I do think, like, I don't know, he comes from an educational background from reading Rainbow of and Star course. Trek. Great reader. So, yeah, it, it makes a lot. It makes a lot of sense more so than um, the guy who gets fucking smacked um, two times a year by Khalil Mack. Mm, smacked by Mack. I like that because this is your show. You're making me report the news on the stuff I don't know shit about. 
So it's almost like we reverse roles back again mm. to what I don't know about. So point number two, Star Trek Discovery or SD, ST colon D season four mm. announced for Paramount sometime in 2021 following the crew of the USS Discovery in the far future of the 31st century. Stars Sonequa Martin-Green as Captain Michael Burnham, who is set to play LeBron James' wife in Space Jam 2. Your reaction? I don't like Star Trek Discovery. Okay, well maybe I'll have to watch. Psych. Uh, Alright, the next point of news here. Star Trek Picard, or STP Season 2, premiering... Oh, it's Paramount Plus, now yeah. I see. Yes. Premiering on Paramount Plus... In 2022, starring Patrick Stewart as the titular captain, Whoopi Goldberg reprises her role as Guinan? Guinan. 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 And John Delancey reprises his role as Q. Is that John Q? Qua. Qua. From Star Trek The Next Generation and Jonathan Frakes, a.k.a. Commander Riker, who we've talked about, will direct some episodes. Oh, yes, he will. And, um... (laughs) <laughs> Star Trek Picard had this uh, guy named Michael Chavon write it, who, who's typically considered to be a good writer, but um, I think he was drunk during the first season. I think he was super drunk. Kind of like I am now. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he was drunk and depressed and wasted. Yeah. And, and and that's why he wrote that plot. And and it was not very good, and, and I don't really care much for it. We've talked about some plots that aren't very good here recently. So speaking of Commander Riker... He will become a regular guest in the second season of the... God, how much Star Trek shit is there? Of the animated series Star Trek Lower Decks, or STLD. The series follows the crew of the USS... Is it Cerritos? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Fritos. In the year 2380. Premieres also on Paramount Plus on August 12th, 2021. Yeah, it's made by the people who made Rick and Morty. I don't like Rick and Morty. I really don't either. No, like like Lee not, loves it, and like Rich and Staves and Dan it, it, all loved it. it, it no, like, no, it really grosses me out. Like the, the, I, I really don't like gross out humor, and, and it bothers me. It's more just like you know, I don't dislike Rick and Morty, but like. Yeah, I don't really get it. I don't get the hype. No, um, no. But again, I haven't given it too much time. But anywho. Um, yeah, I haven't given this new Star Trek series many time because the new Star Trek series make me... Uh, they make me feel bad. But anywho. Next dude. bit of news. No news on Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is the only one you're remotely excited about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it stars um, Ethan Peck, Gregory Peck's son. You know who Gregory Peck is, right? Orthan Pork? Orthan Pork. Yeah, and, and, Gregory and, Peck was in what? Like Sound of Music or and, and, Gone and, with no, the No, 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 no. He played Atticus Finch in um, oh, To Kill, Kill Mockingbird. And okay. that's his grandson playing Mr. Spock. Wow, okay. Yeah, big role. I knew and, he was in some famous old film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, Rebecca Romijn as number one and um, some guy as Captain Pike who... I th- Captain Pike is... The original captain that they wanted to have in Star Trek, but like in front of test audiences, they were like, he's too much of a square. So they got fucking um, hot ass in there. You know what I'm going to call him? It's Captain Pork. Captain Pork. So Captain Pork will be in Star Trek and Strange and Worlds in 2024. You know, um, so uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's the Star Trek report. Well, there's one more bit. Oh, well, there is. New Star Trek movie to be released in June. June of 2023 from J.J. Abrams' unnamed production company. 
<laughs> All right, so where are we headed next here? We're heading to the Zwan Report, ladies and gentlemen. The Zwan Report, uh, Mr. Cardigan's band. And uh, I've got one note that you gave me here, and uh, it is Zwan has been inactive since 2003. That's right. And I guess that's your Zwan Report. That's so. the Star Trek and Zwan Report, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to kick it back to our host, Bo. Okay. <laughs> we got through that. We did, we did, we did. It's okay. All right. So what now? Do we go into Raw? Is there anything else you want to talk about beforehand? Well, well I kind of want to scream like David Arquette and Courtney Cox, but all right, let's go into Raw. Let's go. <laughs> That's former WCW champ David Arquette. David yeah. Arquette, okay. And we were in the Courtney Corks port. We were in it, okay. Raw. Oh, okay. Monday Night Raw, April 19th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre enters stage left yelling at MVP, and then out come Boobies Boys. And then Drewby... <laughs> Droopy. Who are boobies boys here? <laughs> Mac Tackintyre. Mork. And um Ro- and Rob Lashley Mace Nyer. and T Bar. Mace Windu. Mace Windu and T Bar. Okay, so they come out. Um and Drew deserves so much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Greg Goldman will tell yeah, you that. Yeah, so they come out um, and they scream at each other. But um, but that's all that happens to be as we get into a first match with the Viking Warriors. Eric and Mybar versus Shelton Braunschnag and Cedric. The Entertainer. The Snodger. I think this is going great. It's going wonderful. Oh, man. So I wrote, man, what were we going to say? What were we going to say? The guys in the former Hurt Biz, Cedric and Shelton. Well, firstly, let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> Which, uh, Boobies Boys, Mason T-Bar, uh, Drew was mad at them for attacking him last week. Well, and MVP's it, like, I had nothing to do with well, it. MVP's a boob. MVP's mm. tight. But yeah, he is a boob of Booby Lashley. But yeah, basically MVP was like, I had nothing to do with it. And Drew's like, I know you had something to do with it. And then... What'd you call him? Mace and Marsh. Ma- Ma- Mace Windu and um and Marsh Katana. And Marsh Katana, aka T Bar, mm. um, attacked him from behind yet again. Ah, right as MVP yeah. was saying he had nothing yeah. to do with it, and, uh, and and he did have something to do with it. Um, because I'll describe this message right or describe this match right now. Um, what match? Um, the, the match between the, the Viking so Raiders. So we're just jumping right back ahead to that. Okay, the, yeah. Raiders, all right. For the second week in a row, Yeah. the Vorking Roarders. The Vorking Roarders, they, they um, defeated the um, former Hurt Business. Yet again. In a um, rather short amount of time. Um, they looked upset. They, they, yeah. they, 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 they did? didn't look very happy. Um, there were strikes. Who looked upset? Both teams. Yeah. Um, I agree. They, they were. They, they were strikes. They they fought valiantly. Mm, who did? 
Um, Eric teams. and Kelvin Benjamin um, exchanged strikes on the uh, the Vikings. Is he still in the NFL? Oh yeah, he caught a patch from Teddy uh, Teddy Bridgewater last year. Um, and then um, Kevin lined him up, and then Ivor hit the Viking cruise, mm. and then that led to a Viking Raiders win. Again, the the same match two weeks in a row after yeah. the Viking Raiders had been off, but I'll tell you what, this was just an excellent opener. Yeah, I just mean, like really high quality, like four point five star stuff. Well, like I thought it was just a zillion times better than WWE. Oh. No, no, than than AEW. <laughs> hey, we're we're off to a hot start here. Hot start, All right? Well, speaking of hot starts, let's go to school. Whoops. <laughs> Let's go to school. Tell us about it. Oh, man. Randy Orton and the Cash Archetype came out onto the fiery red ring to discuss Matt Riddle. They said the Fiend is gone, so I guess we don't have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, we never will see the Fiend again. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that anymore, which... Um, Thank God. Yeah, you know. Um, so, um, anyways, Matt Riddle comes out, um, and they discussed him a little bit, and they discussed about fighting him, um, and there was a fight later. Yes, and I think there was some Riddle Scooter shenanigans as well. Oh yeah, yeah, usual. there was. Yeah, there was Riddle me this, Riddle, which, Riddle me that. Which you know? not like we love Riddle. No, I, 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 honestly, I, I, yeah, one I, of the I, best parts of this yeah. wonderful television program yeah. is Raw. Yeah, no, it, it, it riddles me that Matthew is not a bigger part of everything. I would agree. Let's push him to the moon, damn it. Yeah, moon. Okay. Um. All right, I got this. Yeah, you're doing great. Am I? Yeah. All right, I think so... Vince is going to love this. All right. I mean, Mr. McMahon. Charlotte Flair. Flair. Charlotte Flair. Talked about shit and was booed. And referred to herself as the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, she did. That's the opportunity. Um, and uh, What's that mean? And then Oscar came out, and then Rhea Ripley came out, and then she said she was going to kick their butts. Um... Who said who was going to kick whose butts? Everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they were like, we're going to fight everybody. Yeah. And it's going to be terrifying, and it's going to be violent, and, uh, and things will happen. Remember, and... Charlotte kept telling Asuka, don't talk, stop talking, or something, like the, the android bitch that she is. Oh, yes, Android 17. Yeah. Flair, Charlotte. And she told Asuka to stop talking, and, uh, yeah. It, it, and then Asuka said, I'm going to beat you, bitch. Yeah, and and then that bothered me on a deep level. Did it? Yeah. It Why really, is that? Well, I don't know. They swore and like. Yeah, I don't we know. don't I like just, that. I, I was just really scared, and uh, I could imagine that. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was. Just They're like, both pretty scary. Well, it's like watching a horror film by Wes Craven. Mm. Do you think Goldman would like that horror? He, I've heard he loves horrors and I, comedies. Well, I don't know. He seems like a happy Madison Wes Craven guy, so uh, yeah. I'll take it for him. But um, back yeah. to, back to school. Both look. Yeah, now after that, yeah, we're headed back to school. Yeah, both looked pretty upset. So now we're, are we into the match? We are. Yeah, yeah, they were both upset, and then Riddle got him in the 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 spider lock, and he was like a boa constrictor. Oh. Um, and he was um hanging on the sleeper, and then um, school um got led into recess for a little bit mm. yeah you know and the bell rang and then you yep. know uh, things happened and then we were back in the classroom mm-hmm. um and then randy orton got in control for most of the time and then we were sent into the parent teacher conference mm-hmm. there was the don draping ddt don draper yes don draper's ddt mm. 
Then Riddle rolled up on the pin, and we were shocked. Actually, like, I, you know, this is a part of this. I, I, I you know, we were, we were actually shocked because we watched This was a tight-ass match, yeah, I'm no, going to be honest. Fun, yeah. Um, yeah, uh Orton dominated kind of most of it, but, uh, you know, Riddle got his ass beat. Um, yeah. You know, they both were upset. Yeah, the they both time. were extremely upset. Uh, but yeah, bad. fucking uh, Orton schoolboy went for the RKO that uh, Mr. Uh, I've never smoked a joint in my life. Matt Riddle countered it into, uh, I believe, the crucifix yeah. for the one, two, three. He and, did. Very, um, very, very. But dark. yeah, honestly, this was an awesome match and better than what you typically see on Raw, which, I mean, not to talk down on it because Raw is tremendous, but. Um, yeah, yeah, really enjoyed this match, and especially after Riddle losing his U.S. title to Sheamus at WrestleMania. It was nice, and like you said, a good surprise for him to get the win while in uh, seventh period. Oh, yeah, yeah, for him to kick the doors in school. Um, now school's out for forever. The summer. Yes, it is. Next, we have Nia Jax and Baszler losing to Naomi and Lana. Well, one thing before that, oh, though, no, we no, had no, Sheamus no. and Cash Archetype Adam Pierce. Oh yeah, office. no, no, no! I drew the arrow. Yeah, Oopsie daisy. it's oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheamus and and Ka, um, what I will call him, reference John Cena. They they did his the- open challenge for the U.S. title, and Sheamus was like, he he rubbed the hair on his chinny chin chin. Yes, he did, and, and considered it. Um, and Vince thought about it too, and he's like, "I'll give you a match, fella." But not for the title, fella. Yeah. And so he, it's an Orpin challenge, but not for the turtle. No, nor, nor, nor turtle, turtle. So uh, we'll nor, hear more of that later on. Yeah. No, we will. And Nora Jorks and Borzler versus <laughs> Nora and Quana. Versus who? Naomi and Quana. Lana? Yeah, Quana. Quana. Yeah, and yeah this is a really fun Yeah, just, no, that, I, I wrote a lot of awesome kicking match. and screaming, and there were three replays. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like... I, I mean, Mr. McMahon, he's got to get his point across Well, like, in, in terms of his booking with Nia Jax and Baszler, with what he did with him at WrestleMania... It's been with really this, good. No, like, it's just, like, emphasize the wrestlers that they are. It's emphasized yep. that the people They're so tough that they are. and badass. Like, they are leaders of and this a, company! And everything they do matters. You know, every match they win, every moment they're in, it all builds to something, you know? It's so smart. I know, I know. And, you know, what we saw at WrestleMania with that awesome women's tag gauntlet match or whatever, tag turmoil, like, that was probably the best match on the show of either night. Yeah. And then, like, the second night you had that just tremendous Nia and Shayna match against Tamina Oh, oh and just Natalia. following the, the, the best match of WrestleMania. Yeah, like, that... School that, itself. That first hour of night two, like... Dude, that reminded me of some of the best wrestling I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope they make VHS. <laughs> hope they make VHS tapes of it. And then, yeah, this match just still stayed true to form. Like you get not one, not two, but three replays after Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose ah, come out. Yes, yes. Like not yes. one, not two, but three. Yes. Like how good is that? Yeah. No, that's. I mean, just really telling the story of how great all this is. Yeah, yeah, you know, really telling the story because, like, when you tell a good story, you need to tell it three times. Mm-hmm. Speaking of I talk- actually didn't. Sorry to cut you off there, oh, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't reference um, initially with the Drew 
Mace Windu and G-Bar stuff. They did the moments ago, like immediately when we came back from the commercial and then again. So same to your point, like to tell that story three times in the first like 17 minutes of the show is just genius. Yeah, that's brilliant. Speaking of brilliant. On to Miz TV. Your favorite segment, if, from what I can remember. And then we'll do the... <laughs> yeah, you love Miz TV, don't you? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And speaking of the greatness of Miz TV, there was another five-minute match served right up. Well, let, let's talk about Miz TV real quick, you know? Uh, fucking just building the drama as I suck down another cold beer here, because we're having a ball. Yeah, I mean, Miz came out with his beautiful wife, Maurice, and... Uh, is, is that how you pronounce her? I, I, I thought it was Mazars. <laughs> yeah, it was Mazars. Mazars. And so, Miz, so, so, so Miz and Mazars came out. Miz... And they were pissed at Damien Prezars. Yeah, Miz rightfully took credit for Bad Bunny selling out his whole tour. And, you know, and he's... We're pissed at this, and we're pissed and at that. And he's lauding his accomplishments yeah. about beating Damien Priest last week. The season premiere of Ms. and Mrs., which I know you watched. No, I got a DVR. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get to the match. This sterling five-minute match. Well, I guess it's later on. It really built no, to that no, it did, you know, no, It did build to that in the way that um, stories build to conclusions. Oh, there was some champagne involved, remember? Oh, As yeah, yeah. celebrating. Yeah. And he threw the champagne on Mr. Priest. Yeah. And, and, and Mr. I think that's what ultimately... And, and that's what made him really upset. Yes, And um, so what happened was um, Elias and um, Commander Riker uh, fought Kofi Kingston and yeah. Xavier Woods for five minutes. Um, and Elias hit him with a knee. And then, well, I think it was just a one-on-one. Yeah. Oh, it Elias was. Elias yeah. versus Kofi Kingston. Yes, yes, yes. And then, and then Elias Coffee. hit him with a knee. And then um, Woods was like, yeah, yeah and then um, Elias um, Skyped in control is what my notes say. Yep. Um, and he went a uh, blah, blah. And then um, Kofi went, went toward the Hurricane Arana off the top. And then Elias blocked it. Yep. And then he uh, beat him. Again, just a tremendous match here in the first part. Of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. With characters that we already have like grown to like for different reasons. Love. Yeah. And then Vince like just knows how to put them together. Mr. McMahon. Yeah, Mr. McMahon knows how to put them together. Like He really does. Like He knows how to make 2 plus 2 equals 4 seem like 2 plus 2 equals 4. Yeah, I agree. He's very smart and... A tremendous storyteller. All right, let, let's let's head to Alexis Playground. Oh, Playground, Playground. Yeah. Let's pray. Let's get on our knees and pray for Lily the puppet. Yeah, and uh, she 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 was she seemed really upset about that. Yeah, um, she really did. And, Although she was uh, her best friend. Yeah, yeah, she Lily. was her best friend, and uh, all this stuff was unintentionally directed toward Randy Orton and the Fiend and the Fiend, and we were supposed to infer the metaphorical significance. Yes, and we saw the pictures of Alexa as a kid with Lily, yeah. not clearly not photoshopped, yeah, and yeah. like you could tell those were real photos. No, they were, no, they were which real. made it that much more powerful. Well, like you know, when Vince walks up to your family, Mr. McMahon, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. And when he walks up to your family and demands real photos, um, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Oh man, you know he's as we've dealt like he's uh. He can be a scary man. 
But again, just a fucking outstanding storyteller he is. I'm doing bad job. No, you're doing great. We're having a ball. You are already, already so ready. So next, okay. uh, no, next, remember week. next we get Drew, Drew and Who deserves so much better. Yeah, he deserves so much better. Doc Goldman says, and he won in a, what I wrote, a nothing match. It, um, I think it ended in a DQ somehow. Well, did, well, well, Drew won the first match. Yeah. Drew beat Teague, Barr, and Mace by Teague twisting them bo- both hard that they turned to 9 o'clock. Yep. And um, somebody screamed really loudly. And then, and, um, and speaking of screaming, Braun Strowman came out yeah. and screamed really loudly. Yeah, he did. He screamed. And we had a second match. Yeah, we did. We had a, we had a, we had a double match. Double which, match. Which, um, ultimately, in this double match, it became a plot match. <laughs> And um, Broad Strowman started trucking people Did in this plot match. Broad Strowman. Broad Strowman. <laughs> he Bro- is pretty broad. Broad Strowman started trucking people in this honk, plot honk. In, in this plot match, and then they, Drew had a lot of clotheslines, and then uh, T Bar Mace, I think, uh, well, didn't embarrass themselves here. But Drew took Mace's mask off. He did. And fucking whacked him with it. Yeah, and, and that it, ended the match. Yeah, and it was. They disqualified him for that, and T Bar Mace went. And apparently he was Dio Madden, yeah. who's the um, hybrid child of Ronnie James Dio and John Madden. That's right. That's the logical conclusion. And um, then T-Bar attacked McIntyre, and Strowman pulled his mask off. And yeah. oh my God, it was Dominic Dijakovic. I couldn't believe it. I, you know, I, this was like these two reveals when yeah. their masks came off. Yeah. Honestly, like I was shocked. No, to it, see that it was these two men. Because, well, like, I didn't know who they were. Well, well, when you listen to country music, um, things don't change at all. Things stay the same. Yep. And, and and you're not surprised by it. Yep. Although, I was pretty surprised by this. Like, yeah. to really find out that, oh, my God, T-Bar was Dominic Dijakovic from NXT and PWG and everything else before that. Like, holy shit, that was a pretty insane reveal. Good yeah. job, Mr. McMahon. Yeah, well, yeah and, and, it ruled. And um, the Ooh. guy, the, the guy that has become known to us is Paul. Paul, like the the announcers also were shocked. Yeah. If you remember, oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh, that's Dominic Dijakovic. I don't even I know, know if he said it, but like, so they were, just they, like we were shocked. They, they, they were shocked. Yeah. The, oh man. Yeah. They, they, new they, they, announcer they were... Adnan Verk was shocked. Shocked, yeah. It was like he, he, he and appalled. He plugged the blow dryer in, and never mind. Okay, um, what? <laughs> and um, now we get our five minute Greg Goldman. Classic. Now we do, yes, the Greg Goldman classic. The Miz versus Damian Priest over in five minutes. Yet Priest. again, got it in control early, but Mrs. Jersey grabbed his foot. And then the Miz took advantage, backbreaker, neckbreaker, then Priest blocked him. And then? A running elbow splash. <laughs> the Miz got one more roll up before Priest hit the bell ringer chop. Hit the lights, neckbreaker. Wow, again, just a fucking... I can't even... I'm losing adjectives here about how great these five-minute matches are. Yeah, I mean, like, you know... That are really meaningful, you know? And, like, all of this is, you know, building towards something bigger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... And I know exactly what it's building toward. It's building toward, um... Uh... It's building toward a plot line that involves Riddle 
Oh. And uh, Randy Orton. Oh. And Sheamus. Oh. And Drew. Oh, you know what I want is I. You know what I hope it's building towards what? is the music video of Hey Hey Hop Hop Two. Oh. Because that's something I really want to see as a yeah, consumer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. Because Hey Hey Hop Hop One really got my rocks off. I'll tell yeah, you yeah, what. Yeah, no, no, it made me hop. Um. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it definitely made us hop. Here. Okay, 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 okay. We're doing great. Oh no, like open challenge. Are you serious? Okay. Yeah, we're trugging <sighs> along. Humberto Carrillo came out, um, and, and then Seamus um, whooped him. And it wasn't even a match. And, and Seamus is actually pretty cool. Seamus is tight. And that's all I got. Yeah, as we've discussed, like, Seamus, Riddle, that's about it. Or really, like, the high points of Raw. I mean, not that's not it. I mean, okay. we got Randy Orton, we okay. got The Fiend, we got Alexa, we got Lily. We got Mace, we got T-Bar, we got Drew, we got Booby, we got Cedric, we and got we have, Sheldon, and we, we got, got MVP. And we got Flair. We got Charlotte mm. Flair, we got Oscar, we got, like, what a show this is. I mean, I, again, like, is, I'm just having so much fun talking about this right now. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm back in the hospital and I got my gallbladder taken out. And, mm. and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, um, I mean, that's a good state to be in. Oscar, um put that cigarette out on Charlotte Flair. She did put that cigarette out with um, the help of Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, um, watching with a chair. Chair, and, Flair. And um, Asuka... Uh, One. Reverence Charlotte Flair's n- neck... Breaker both hit the apron right in front of Ripley. Yep. So that happened. Um, yes, it, went, it did. It went back and forth. They were both really upset. It was a very back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Match, they, they were both. They ex- were both very upset. Extraordinarily, uh, extraordinarily upset. Oscar hit the arm bar. You know who else was upset? Ray Ripley. Ray Ripley. She was pissed. She was furious. And um, Charlotte hits the Captain Falcon to the face. <laughs> Ask uh, Falcon kick. Oscar spears um, Captain Falcon Charlotte Flair for 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 a very near flaw. And then Charlotte Fire went for the figure four. Figure eight. But she did. She likes multiplying by two, so it's the figure eight. And Rhea Ripley fucking whacked her. Yeah, and she and she whopped her and Whoop. slopped her and stopped her. Slop dropped and her. And slop drop podcasted her. Let him down, open up shop. Yeah. And then Oscar R.I.P. DMX. Yeah, and then yeah, R.I.P. DMX. Whoa! And Oscar kicked <laughs> Charlotte Flair on the face for the win. Charlotte yeah. Flair. Right hit. after being distracted by Rhea Ripley. Yeah, right after being distracted by uh, um, reading Railroad. Yeah. Um, and uh, From Char- Monopoly? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, the car. And, what about uh, Reading Road up in Cincinnati? Uh, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> you live right off it. Uh, yeah, but, uh, Sorry to b- cut you off. You've been doing oh, great. Oh, no, yeah, but uh, um, Greg Boy, uh, Charlotte <laughs> Flair hit, hit the ref. Hit the ref. <laughs> Suspended in fine F I N D hundred thousand dollars. Like 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 how do you come back from that? Oh, I don't know. Like, man. Like, 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 like when Vince does that to you Mr. McMahon. Mr. McMahon does that to you, what do you do? Like like where do you go? Could you imagine if he fined us a thousand dollars? I mean he's already done enough shit to us to me. Well uh, um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he could yell at us some more. Uh, I'm tired of that. I'll tell you what, though. This was a great episode of Raw. It was a great episode of Raw. It was the best episode of Raw ever. And I um, think it was. No Bobby Lashley, which was booby. I mean, that was weird. But Okay, yeah. I, I, I just hope 
I I think we're gonna be okay for. I mean, I don't know. Are we allowed to even talk about NXT next? Or I guess we'll we can breeze through it. Let's go to the Greg Goldman report. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Goldman's WWE NXT Tuesday night, 4-20-2021, pot day as the kids call it. Matt Riddle's favorite day. We're on big day, big day. Big day for all. All right, and our first match was a singles match mm. uh, where uh, Los Angeles Knight defeated Dexter Loomis at 9.50 p.m. <laughs> and at 9.50 p.m., yes. Um, yeah, decent little match. Uh, La Knight gets some of his momentum back, and Loomis, yet again, distracted by Indy Hartwell on the outside, uh, leading to his loss. So, uh, yeah, the, the plot thickens with the index. With the big time. Yeah. Good, good, and congratulations to La Knight. Yes. Next, yeah. we have a tag team match featuring the grizzled young veterans, James Drake and Zachary Gibson, who defeat Brizango, which is comprised of Fandango, the movie ordering ticket service, movie ticket ordering. Yep. Burp. And Tyler Breeze yes, at 9.02 p.m. At 9.02 p.m., yes. A solid little match here where the heels got the W over the former NXT Tag Team Champs. Uh, yeah, Grizzled Young Veterans look good again, and I'm sure they'll probably uh, get a tag title shot against MSK in the near future. Again. Yeah. Well, I know they haven't had a one-on-one. They had the threesome. Yeah, yes, they did. <laughs> it was dirty. It was dirty. All right, singles match next up. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So it defeats. Zoe Stark at 7.12 in the morning. Yes, uh, Saray's NXT debut coming over from Japan, and she looked great. Um, she wasn't really that upset, so that's good. No, she seemed happy. Um, and another very nice showing from Zoe Stark, who continues to impress here. She comes up on the losing side this time, but she's always looked good. And yeah, a little uh, 7 12 minute match that was uh, pretty tight, and uh, excited to see more of Saray. Congratulations to her. Yes, absolutely. Very good. Um, next, the WWE NXT Cruiser Rate <laughs> title match, where the current holder, Kushida C., Defeats Oni Lorcan um, in what is it nine minutes and seven seconds? Yeah, uh, an open challenge here, uh, just oh, like just like uh, Adam Pierce tried to get Sheamus to do, fella. Uh, but yeah, again, just great Kushida building off last week's momentum of winning the cruiserweight title. A nice zippy <laughs> little match, <laughs> nice zippy little match with uh, bald Micah Oni Lorcan here. Uh, fun stuff. I think we knew Kushida would retain, and uh, just excited uh, for this reign. And after the match, uh, what happened? Yeah, Santos Escobar came and started beating him up, and the Legado del Fantasma guys came out three on one. But MSK to the rescue, uh, which leads to next week's six man tag match: the Legado del Fantasma versus Kushida and MSK. Should be fun and flippy. Exciting. Yeah. Fantastic. And congratulations to Kushida. Yeah, congrats. It was very, very, very happy for him and his family. Yeah. Um, next, we have a, just this regular old tag team match yep. with, with the Imperium, which is Fabian Archer, Eichner, Eichner, Eichner yep. and Marcel Barth Bartel. Bartel. <laughs> Bartel, Marcel, with Alexander Wolf. Yep. Defeat Everize, which that's Chase Parker and Matt Martel. Martel. <laughs> In about two, oh, was it two something? Oh, a minute 55. Oh, 1.55 yeah. p.m., yeah. Not, and it's not eligible for the match guide. <laughs> And uh, yeah, quick win by Imperium here. Uh, Killian or Drain, which is the team of Killian Dane and Drake Maverick, uh, came out and tried to distract. But yeah, they're kind of building a little feud with Imperium. So yeah, not much else here. Yeah, excited, excited for the Imperium. And congrats to congrats, them yeah, for winning. Strong. For, yeah. And last, we have a singles match where Kylo Riley defeats Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. 
um, in 13 minutes, I don't know if it's 13 minutes or 27 seconds, military time. Mm, uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, really good main event match here. Um, you know, kind of started from the beginning of the show where the new cool looking Kyle O'Reilly came out and Cameron Gans was of course uh, trying to team up with him and O'Reilly was kind of leading him to believe he would and he socked him in the face. But uh, yeah, really good uh, back and forth main event. Uh, Cameron Grimes was really upset when, yeah, uh, when Kyle O'Reilly hit him in the face. But yeah, honestly, really fun match. Loved it. I uh, love both of these guys. And Kyle O'Reilly certainly has its sights set on Karrion Cross in the NXT Championship as he kind of stared him down right before he came out. So should be excited. Congratulations to, to, to Kyle. Yes. And uh, also congratulations to the loser camp. You know, this yeah, is yeah. Like, yeah, He's they, great. They both did very good. Yeah, very good. Exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, a nice fun episode of NXT. I mean, it was terrible. Hey, uh, Brett, what's up, man? Uh, surely you're aware of what's going on with our show right now. Oh, you're talking about this Switch, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about the Switch and a lot of other shit. For example, our NXT coverage has been completely marginalized and pushed over to the side by Vince. It's a fucking footnote, H. I know, man. And, you know, I, I thought you would, uh be compelled to do something about that. Like, don't you want us covering NXT, the brand you run and took to prominence? Yeah, man, of course I do. Then why haven't you stopped Vince from doing this shit like you said you would? And, I mean, you can be honest with me, but do you even have the power to do that? Or does he have you on a string like he has all of us? Listen, Brett, we're all on strings here, all connected in one big fucky corporate web. You pull on one string and a hundred others feel it. That's just the way it is in WWE. You control what you can control. And right now, I'm just trying to make the best product possible in NXT. Well, so am I with the Brain Buster boys, and now the company itself is directly preventing us from doing that. And the last time we talked, you said I was in control of my own show, and clearly that's not the case. Okay, Brett, let me let you in on a little secret here in WWE. You have to let Vince win sometimes. Like when you let Vince get his way, then he makes stupid decisions, and then Raw sucks. And you know what happens when Raw sucks? NXT looks better. Wait, so... So, now your show is just a small part of the equation. And right now, I mean, I gotta let Vince do his thing, and you guys just make NXT look better. It's my job, man. It's all part of the game. You know what? I should have known. I should have known that this shit with WWE was going to be this way from the start. Just some big, stupid fucking tug of war between you and Vince. Pointless drama. This is just raw, but in real fucking life. But what I didn't expect, H, was that you guys would be using us for this bullshit. Jesus Christ, Brett, come on. After Turner, you guys wanted to be big time. And you went for it. And you got it. And this is how the big time is. And you got to learn. You got to get it through your fucking head that this is a game. Well, you know what? Making this podcast isn't a game to me. There's no winning or losing. It's just doing it. And now you guys are ruining it. And most of all, you're making Bo look like a complete fool out there. Do you have a better idea? Or let me put it this way. If you had a better idea, do you even have a tiny fraction of the power you need to make it happen? 
if you're going to stand at the crossroad and take artistic integrity every time, then I can get Joe Coff from Ring of Honor on the phone end. You know what? Here's what's going to happen. When we're done with this shit heap of an episode, me, Bo, you, and Vince are going to have a talk about the future of this show. And why would I make that happen? Why would I miss out on this chance to make NXT look better? Well, because if you don't, you're definitely missing out on your fucking chance because we're fucking done. All right, folks, we're headed straight into Friday night, 8 p.m. on your couch. Yeah. If you like us on YouTube, SmackDown. Before we get into that, though, I just wanted to let you know... um, had a little talk with Mr. Triple H again. Oh. Just, you know, he's uh, kind of unfulfilled a lot of promises and things he, you know, said to us along these few months. And I just mm. wanted to set the record straight through all this. And I know this, you know, we've been getting through this and it's, you know, we had some fun, but um, just kind of wanted to talk with him and Vince. So we've got a conference call with them after this. Oh, uh... That was the only time they could do it, so... Okay, well, uh, yeah, let's just right. get through it. Okay. You're, you're, you're yeah, doing yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You're the, doing the, good. The, the, the pressure's on. Oh, okay. Uh, no, we're going to no be talking pressure. to him right on this. No, okay, no pressure. Just remember, you got to mention Roman, and even though she wasn't on the show, the boss, Sasha Banks. So that's all you got to do. And we're good. Those were the decrees. We're good. So let's go. SmackDown. Uh, okay, Roman Reigns uh, start off, not technically, um, uh, it wasn't him who started off. It was uh, what's his name, uh, Seth Rollins, uh, was ta- and, and uh, C- Cesaro. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Cesaro was wearing one of those shirts that you wear um, if you uh, fix cars. You know, but mm. he had his Instagram name. Yes, his he name did. Script. Yeah, how cool. Uh, yeah, you know, he's a mechanic. And, yeah. Um, and anyway, so uh, Seth Rollins um, went out there and he was wearing the red jacket. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, Cesaro. Hey, you know, you don't know." How I feel about stuff. Um, yeah. Because uh, at WrestleMania, Cesaro beat him and. Uh, Finally fulfilled his potential. Yeah, he did. He fulfilled his destiny. And the only reason he did was because he was in the ring That's with it. Seth yeah. Rollins. Okay, yeah. And they missed fought. the new Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah, they, they, yeah he was. And, and some good heel stuff from Rollins here. You know, he obviously lost sweaty. the match. Yeah, it came out with. Very all, upset. All greased up, of course upset. But, you know, the, kind of the heel way of wiggling out of it. It's like, oh, the only reason you beat me is because you were wrestling me. No. <laughs> but, so, uh, yeah, I did think so this was... It was a bit of a paradox, wasn't it? Entertaining from Seth. Well, paradox, but, uh, Seth Rollins. Well, he yeah. also said it took God and nature colliding to cause the rain delay is the only reason he lost, too. Which distracted him, so... Um, yep. So yeah, he uh, definitely is not a very uh, accountable person. And then Roman Reigns and yeah. Jey Uso come out. Yeah, and Roman was ex- not extremely upset because he's a lot more upset later in the show, but he was yeah. fairly upset. Yeah, you know, it, definitely, definitely upset. And so uh, Daniel Rom- Bryan had come out too, and yeah. he says, "Smash them, stack them, and pin them." And I, yeah. he had the T-shirt he had the and everything. T-shirt on. He was in the T-shirt was a. Uh, uh, Double XLs. And then he big. called Brian a bottom. Yeah, he called him a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, 
He, he, he did, he didn't did, he? He did, and he called them losers. Oh, yeah, big and then, losers. And then he, he really put the foot on the ass. Yeah, he, was he did. like, you're stupid loser. I do, can't you just envision ben, Mr. McMahon writing that? Back? I mean, it's just gold. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen enough of this on Raw yeah. with Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon that now we have to hear the head of the table say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. just well, good storytelling. Well, it, 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 it legitimizes Great it. scripting. Um, yeah, um, and then a fight happened. Yeah, yeah, um, a good yeah, fight. A good fight. It was uh, Cesaro and uh, Daniel Bryan who beat uh, Jey Uso and Seth Rollins. Uh, in a and match that almost went 20 minutes, yeah, well, which is fucking great on television. Yeah, and I, I'm going to call this an S match. Yeah. Because four things happen um, that begin with an S. Mm-hmm. Suicide dive. Mm. Super kick. Mm. Seth Rollins doesn't need this. Mm. And swinging Jey Uso around. And just to keep the S sound, Cesaro. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, getting okay. like really fun, yeah. high energetic tag match. You know, there's some bad blood all around here with these four guys, and yeah, it was a lot of lot of uppercuts from Cesaro too yeah. as well. Yeah, but yeah, a- you had Rollins walking out and basically, but he's I don't need this. Yeah, I'm he, Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, and he, he walked out and he. Uh- Yep. Was not the, happy. He was real upset. Really upset. And um, Daniel Bryan hit the running knee for the win. And yeah, Cesaro started swinging Jay. And it was really funny. Brian just like sitting on the corner, just talk. I thought you were a family man. Head of the table. Where are you? It was, was taunting Roman, which, uh, oh, oh boy. Yeah, yeah you're He's taunting. getting really upset. Oh, man. And like, Paul like, Yeah, he will. And, and, and Paul, yeah. And, uh, and he just kept swinging. Yeah, it. it probably made Greg Goldman upset, too. I would imagine. Um, but, uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, fun segment after the match here. I really yeah. did enjoy it. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, he, uh, I, 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 he made Jey Uso, um, up, not happy. Yeah, and real, uh, real quick also, um, you know, Brian kept saying Roman needed everyone's help to get all these wins and that he can't beat Cesaro, and that's why he didn't come out. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go N- into N- the match of the night. Yes, yes. Uh, t- uh, uh, Tammy nah, um, defeated Nia Jax, who was lent l- l- over from Raw. Mm. Um, match of the night. Yeah, yeah. Seen her, seen her two times in a week. Match of the Tammy week. Seen her match of the week. Uh, Reg- match of the year. Reginald came back. <laughs> Um, yes, and flipped over the steps. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he, he felt, but yeah, that he was, was actually really stumbled funny. backwards. That was pretty good. Um, I wonder if that was planned. Yeah. Um, I think Natalia or someone was coming after him, and he just flipped over the yeah. steps. And um, Shayna Baszler was there. Yep. And uh, Tamina uh, got her out of the ring and slammed her. Um, and then there's a bad pin. Really bad roll-up yeah, roll pin. Up, yeah. Took forever, and yeah. that was it. But, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome matchup. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we need to say about that. Well, and just no, real quick, Pat McAfee, they were really hyping up Tamina. Yeah. 25,000 chanting her name, and Tamina this, and Tamina that. Yeah, just awesome, awesome yeah. stuff. And, they, and you know, uh, yeah. yeah. I think, well, I mean, by definition, the, the best match is the one we talk the least about. Yeah. Biggie confronted KO. Yep. Um, with his gelled hair. His gelled hair. Um, and he, you know, came up and said, "You're fighting Apollo Cruz, who beat me last week." You jumped the line. You jumped the like line. Like our good friend Harry Belafonte. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He shook it, Senora. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, sure did. And Biggie um, said, "Hey, you better beat him, or otherwise I'm going to be." Fairly upset. And then they were both laughing. And they, <laughs> and then they, then they both laughed. Ha, 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 hee, hee. 
Um, yes. So KO um, fought Apollo Crews and lost. Oh. After it. Um, Due to the distraction from one. Double distraction. Co- well, Commander Aziz. Commander Aziz and Sami Zayn. Yeah, that's came right. In and threw him off. Um, a lot of super kicks here. Yep. Super kick swanton. Yeah, yeah. Super kicks. Pa- pop up power bomb. Frog mm. splash off the apron. Really but, good, really good stuff. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. He, there was a belly flop on Apollo Cruz outside of yeah, the, the ring. The frog splash. Uh, oh, that was the frog splash. Yeah. Ribbit. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, so um, he uh, KO after he does the frog jump, um, throws. Apollo Crews back in the ring, mm-hmm. and um, then um, Commander Aziz comes up, and KO's like, oh, man, there's another person here. I have to yeah. deal with that, and uh, that didn't make him feel very good. No, he got hit with the Nigerian nail. Yeah, he got hit with the Nigerian nail, and then um, they did the roll-up pin. Actually, that was afterwards. Yeah, ah, there was yeah, the distraction yeah. roll-up pin, and then yeah. after that, that, yeah. KO hit the stunner on Apollo, then he got hit with the Nigerian nail, and then Sami Zayn was just like dancing on. Yeah, him. yeah, Big E came. Oh no, yeah, Sami Zayn did dance. Cut <laughs> a rug. Oh, and man. then we go backstage. Yeah, um, to Apollo getting interviewed. Yeah, um, and uh, he's really hamming up the Nigerian character, and actually, really, I enjoy it. I think he's doing a really good job. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was. He's fun. entertaining. Well, like that one moment where he's like, "You, you hear this to that," and then he's like, "My answer," you know. Yeah. And he yelled and he scared. You hear them. that? <laughs> yeah, and he, and he, he scared the, the, the. It's the, the sound of our royal ancestors. Yeah, and he 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 uh, scared the woman interviewing him. Yeah, and see, like, and when. Then Big E came yeah, to attack. Yeah, yeah. She like saw it coming. It and was tight. Got out of the frame. Yeah, like, it was instantly. Great. Yeah. Megan Morant. Megan Morant. First newcomer yeah, here, I believe. Yeah, and so she she darted out of the way, and then Big E slammed him, and then Commander Aziz came out and oh. gave. I think out of it, every, anyone in um, SmackDown. I think in all in WWE, WWE this week, perhaps this is the most upset we've seen someone. Correct. Yeah. yeah like I think like he, he, he was. was Really upset. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, you could just see it on his fucking face. Yeah, it just was difficult. Um, it was. It was hard to watch. Yeah, uh, but great segment. Yeah, it was good. Good, excellent. Um, Ale- uh, Alexander, Alexander Black. Yeah, um, yeah first yeah, time uh, seeing him for you because yeah. he's been off TV for what seems like a decade yeah, for yeah. no reason. Yeah, were, I mean, a great reason. People were really excited about him. He's a yeah. Mr. Caps Lock for how excited he got people. In, yeah, in, in he was sitting there in the darkness yeah. with candles. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a very gothic. He had a book called Tales of the Dark Father. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the, the, actually the animated thing was, was really cool. Yeah, I thought, I thought uh, this was all tight. Yeah, you know, it was... Uh, didn't try to do too much. It looked cool. You know, he kind of, you know, sort of let the story be weird. Talked and about the dragon and, how and his fa- the father taking him to see and, the dragon. And, and it was called like a chapter one thing. So yeah. I assume we can expect more of you know, yeah. the story stuff. And he him. wasn't taught how to defeat the dragon, but to be the dragon. And then he ripped on those gawking at the television screen. Yeah. So clearly he's a heel because yeah. he's already going after the fans. Yeah. Uh, and he said something about scorched from the earth to make more room for more fertile things. Yeah, he talked about more rotten crops. Yeah. He compared but yeah, most uh, to them. Great to see him back, and uh, I think you're really going to like him in the ring, too. He's tight. Yeah, he uh, he, he scared me. Mm-hmm. Next up, the Dirty Dogs yeah. talked to the Street Profits. Yep. And then... Um, Yep. They were talking, um, and then Bailey came up, which is where the real magic she started broke to it up, sparkle. Yep. Yeah, she said, let me um, cut, cut it in here. And then 
she talked shit to um, Blanc, Bianca Belair. Yeah. Um, Fresh Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, yes. one of the Street Profits called her right up. Yeah, Montez Ford, who I don't know if he's married Cincinnati to her. Guy, right. No, that's Angelo Dawkins. Ah. Montez Ford is either married to her or they're together. So that's why he called her up. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, in it's real like, life. It's, yeah. It's I mean, like, I'll say, Bailey's like, I'll say this all to her face. Yeah, and then she didn't. She changed her it, tune. Completely. And then she, like, spanned us a joke, which, you know, I thought was uh, cute. She was really cackling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was a real cackler. Yep. Um, but yeah, fun yeah, and stuff. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. Uh, They've got a match at WrestleMania Backlash. Yeah, and um, what a what a pay per view right. event that's going to be. Okay, well, come on, you're doing great. Roy, Roy Ray and Don Old Mysterio. Yes. Um, beat Chad Gable and um, Mr. Spunkmeyer. Oatmeal, o- Otis. <laughs> I can't do this. Yes, you no, can. Can't. Why? Ugh. You're. It's. Hey, there's only a little bit more to get it's through. It's okay. Okay. Uh, it was Re- very flippy. They f- they flipped. Very and, flippy. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they flipped and then they they they, they tripped and then they uh, got up and jumped and then Ray uh, and Dominic they, looked great. Yeah, they Dominic did. Dominic had that cool orange and white bodysuit. He did. Yeah, yeah. He was cool. Uh, he did a sun sunset sliding. Yeah. Power power bomb into the barricade. Yeah, yeah. I've never really seen anything like that. Yeah, and then they hit Otis and they knocked him out and then pushed around Chad Gable and. Jumped yep. around and tagged each other, and they went in and they went out, and they yep. they you know they they, they all they, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And then Ray got on to line him up, and then he um, jumped off the top um, and did a lot of cool flippy power um, yep. like like power moves. Yeah, Dominic <laughs> threw Otis onto the table, and he kind of like collapsed. He did. Oh yeah. He and did, then yeah. Ray hit the six one nine. And yeah, they had the, yeah, the thing the, where he goes does the, 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 the through the roop. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, through the, the roop. <laughs> the rope. Now you sound like me. <laughs> and then yeah, oh, the splash yeah. for the win. Yeah, and then um, that it was fun. Like for, oh, for what yeah. we watched, like yeah. I, I enjoyed it uh, always. Yeah. Main event yeah. segment here. Here we go. Main Back event to the head of the table. The main event segment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. So um, Cesaro challenged him as we mm-hmm. said in the beginning. Then Roman came. Then then so, finally so, comes so, out. So they were out and they were talking shit. And then finally he comes out and he's boiling upset. Like he is just so mad. Are you gonna, you're gonna challenge me? Who are you? Yeah, and he, you know, I'm the fucking tribal chief, the head of the table. I make the challenges around here. Yeah, and he just, you know, demeaned him and belittled him. And then he beelined for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and he said that he didn't like him. No, he didn't. That that you know he was a source of um, discomfort and unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that. He challenged him yeah. when Kevin Mattingly had a big old grin on his face. Yeah, you and, get one more title opportunity. Yeah, or otherwise. But, yeah, but, but, um, but if um, Daniel Bryan loses, he said, you know, there was there was no sort of specific decree. Yeah, I guess, but, but it was like, you know, you need to vanish. Or I never want to see your face around here again. Yeah, so, on my show. Yeah, on my show. Yeah, so. Uh, Obviously not an official thing, but still. Yeah. Um, so there's some stakes there. Yeah, yeah, some stakes, uh, and they were uh, well done. Yep. Um, I gotta say, unlike um, Mr. McMahon's. Mm, no. Uh, Man, that that seems like a long time ago. We had yeah. those stakes with him. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. It really does. But mm. Michael Cole, Cole, Michael Cole, <laughs> Michael Cole called it the biggest main event in SmackDown history, yeah. which I'm sure has been said hundreds of times since its inception yeah, in, yeah. I think, 1999. Yeah, I mean, but it might be the most upset anyone's ever been in a, in a SmackDown I ring. think you might be right. I think, uh, I don't know, um, it's scary. Yeah, it was a fun show, though, despite yeah, it, being terrible. Yeah, you know, it was, it was fun. It was yeah. fun. Well, total we recall, it. brother. Oh, okay. God, this so should be fun. You no, were there. Yeah, I have to. I, I, I know this. You I were there. This. I guess. Yeah, maybe I can talk about setting, setting. Like you know, I was eleven or ten years Set old. Set the scene for Total Recall. WCW Uncensored, nineteen ninety nine. Mm. Freedom Hall in Louisville, Kentucky, a building Woo. I've been in, a building I, I, I got my bachelor's degree in. You did what? too. Well, I actually didn't go because I was in Des Moines at the time. Oh, I was gotcha. living in Des Moines, so I didn't actually go to graduation. Gotcha. But yeah, also a building I've been in many a times. Seen a handful of wrestling shows, yeah. but not a pay-per-view. Yeah, and the um, funny thing about that building is like they one of their big specialty um, uh, concessions is uh, German roasted nuts. Yes. And that place smells like German roasted It'll nuts. It'll smack you right in the face yeah, right yeah. when you walk. And yeah. it's pretty delightful, it, it honestly. It is delightful, yeah. It smells like that or smells like pancakes and syrup. Is yeah, another good Defi- definitely some syrup, yeah. Well, and when the um, uh, Kentucky State Fair is there and they do the livestock shows, it smells like fucking horse shit in there with it, too. So, yeah, good so old... Was this your first wrestling show ever? Yeah. And, and only? Yes, wow. up, until, up until our... Uh, Venture up north, uh, coming up. Yeah, um, what? should be fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Uncensored ninety nine. Yeah. So, First um, blood cage match. Yes, yeah, so I was there with my yeah. cousin Laura Atkinson and her um, now husband, but fiance then Joe Whitaker and his cousin Denzel Whitaker. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we Hell were there yeah. in the end zone and. Uh, First blood K match, Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. Flair. And, and there's uh, some stakes here, too. Oh, big time. And these are um, these are a lot more rare stakes than oh, what yeah. you would normally see. Oh, yeah. Kind of similar to the Roman ones, so uh, that's a lie. But um, if uh, Ric Flair wins, he wins the title and becomes WCW president of the United States. For life. For life, yeah. Stakes. Be, yeah, yeah. And um, then Hogan, if he wins, keeps the title, and then Ric Flair is banned for life um, from WCW yeah. of the United States. In, and, uh, and, uh, let's remind you, this is a first blood match. The first blood cage match. Yeah, which Flair the comes trap. out first and gets a mic and basically says, I don't want you to stop this for just some scratch or whatever. No, no. He's like, yeah, and, and like... This that, is up to your discretion. Yeah, and that was kind of the bailout there, I think. You know, that is like the one little narrative loophole that keeps this from being a... That's Damn. a large loophole. Yeah, well, this keeps us keeps that from being what what I'll call this our first plot hole match. Ooh, yeah, nice. Um, and the, and like we discussed, this is quite possibly the a, biggest. Yeah, the biggest. This is a standard issue plot match. Maybe the for, most for standard issue plot match ever. <laughs> because the fucking <laughs> stipulation of the match was just thrown right out the fucking window yeah. about halfway through. And yeah. then even the announcers were confused. Yeah, and then, yeah, they were... Because um, how could they not be? Well, they started... Well, Ric Flair started bleeding really bad when um, Hogan threw him into the cage. And like he got five those, minutes in. Yeah, five minutes in. And, and he's... Again, this is not a scratch. He's yeah. gushing blood. Oh, yeah, no, his hair, his blonde <laughs> yeah. hair is covered in it. And so it's it's... Quite and so to go real quick to go back to this being a plot match, Ric Flair wins the match. Yeah. So obviously he's yeah. gushing blood. You can't call it a loss because yeah. he needs to win. Needs but to it's win. like yeah. God bless what a disaster. Yeah, it was. was. It was just a flop, and then 
Hogan did his big leg drop twice. Just excellent. Which is move. basically like a negative two. <laughs> you know, that just subtract. And then uh, Flair did his flop. And yeah, then, um, which you hadn't seen much of, if ever. Well, you saw it then. Well, like, but... well M. Jerf does it um, in uh, AU. You know, I'm not pronouncing the, the word so we can get away with him. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah. So that guy, he does a flop, doesn't he? Yeah. But it's more of a heely thing. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. kind of ripped that from Flair for yeah, sure. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, I mean. Also, it's... real quick, I know we've already gotten into the match and whatever else, and that's great. But uh, remember, Hogan comes out and he's like, Flair is the rottenest human being ever. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, and he dumb. came out. And this was um, a red and black Hulk Hogan. A rare Wolfpack yeah. Hulk Hogan, yeah. So, like, I guess Shortly he was after in... the finger poke of doom. Yeah. So. Yeah, all hell had broken loose, and this was definitely on the big downswing. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, you, you know that the NWO plot was kind of unraveling. We get to see David Flair come yeah. out in his Wolfpack shirt yeah. to support Hulk oh, Hogan. And his shirt was tucked into his pants, and his hot yeah. girlfriend, who I'm yeah. sure was really his girlfriend. Yeah, she was, she really was, and. Um, so someone threw a roll of toilet paper into the ring. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. got to talk about that. Yeah, that was like... I mean, right, they were trying to climb out. Yeah, it was yeah, right yeah, before Flair got busted open, actually. Yeah. yeah, he's climbing up. And then, yeah, just a perfect... It <laughs> almost, like, hit him. Just yeah. sails into the cage. Well, yeah, and, like, that's a pretty, you know... Like, to think of, like, the, the um, precision and, like, the need to, like, stay invisible. Yeah. Like, I'm not the person who did it, but, like... Yeah, you know, you that, know you, you, this is the main event. Yeah, You've been a, holding that all night. Yeah, that's a pretty difficult... To, and, yeah, so and he, he... Perfect did, throw. Yeah, perfect throw. Went into the ring. Yep. Great. Um, <laughs> Hogan starts spanking him with the belt um, and into the big leg drop, which is yeah. probably the best sequence of the match. Oh, and also we forgot to mention with the toilet paper throw is when Hogan pulled Flair's ass out. Yeah, he like yeah. pulled his pants down and, and pulled, his big yeah. white butt was showing. And he pulled that cigarette out. Yep. And, uh, yeah. So, and the, but Ric Flair also had some stuff for him. He had something in his knee pad that he got out. Yeah, and, that foreign and object. Yeah, the yeah. foreign object that we never saw what it was. And, and eventually Hogan starts bleeding. Yeah, eventually Hogan starts bleeding, and you know the match kind of gets more even because Hulk Hogan, you know, starts to dominate early, and the crowd, you know, gets behind him. But I remember it was a very Ric Flair oriented crowd. But um, the one criticism about this match, I'll heave at it, is at the end I didn't know who to cheer for at all yeah. because like the ref was on Ric Flair's side, and Clearly. typically that's a heel move. Yeah, exactly. You know, but like Hogan's obviously has been the heel since, and um, the fans started cheering for Hogan yeah. eventually and, too. And, and like he's been the heel since Bash at the Beach '96, put that cigarette out part two. That's right. And yep. uh, yeah, so it was really just kind of an odd, you know, plot match where you know. Uh, there were gray areas this that match were, was insane. Yeah, yeah, it was over, lacked all logic. Yeah, it was overcast, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just <sighs> it's a shit show. Yeah. It's like again, the announcers are like, "This is beyond incidental blood." At this point, when Flair's just pouring, yeah. and then Shivani's like, "Yeah, I thought this was supposed to be a first blood match," and yeah. then eventually, like, "Well, that's way out the window now." Yeah, they start going for pinfalls. Yeah. Hogan goes for the one after the first big leg. The ref doesn't count it. Yeah, and then later, they start just counting pinfalls. Yeah. And it ends in a pinfall. Like, it does, yeah. This is not how this was supposed to go. Yeah, and what <laughs> happened was Arn Anderson... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Came, of Brain Buster fame. Uh, Brain Buster fame. Woo! Came out and he hit David Flair. Yes, he did. And then his girlfriend jumped on him and woo! Yeah, like Arn in his yeah. jean jacket vest. Yeah, yeah, and he... he he looked just like he did that. That's yeah, it, he yeah. does look like. And then he slides a tire iron yeah. into the ring. Yeah, and then Ric Flair hit Hulk Hogan with it, and then put him in the figure four, which was 
probably how it was supposed to end, most weird roundabout way. I don't know. And uh, and he pinned him with the figure four. Yeah, in a fast count. Yes. And then um, mercifully, the match is over. Yeah, and that was that. Um, so yeah. shouldn't Ric Flair still be president of WCW now if it's for life? Yeah. Um, <laughs> or at least have some stake in WWE. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, he. Uh, yeah, he won the day. Um, congratulations to him. Yeah, and um, uh, yeah. And, um, I, no, I remember having fun. I remember walking out um, of Freedom Hall into like the big parking lot, which is in this area called Ring Road. It's got the worst traffic ever, and everyone doing the woo. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah like, I, I bet. I, I definitely remember that. People were very uh, excited, excited, and yeah. we had signs too. Oh um, yeah, we, well, we do you know what signs. your signs? Well, said? I remember one that we wrote that said Hogan fears Rogaine, and it oh was, yeah, you know, it was they're just for, you know we were kind of. I remember I did one at a show here. Is Hogan is. Part of the hair club for men. Yeah, president yeah. of the hair yeah, club for so men. So everyone was ripping on his baldness, mm-hmm. you know, which uh, is very obvious. In, in, easy in target. Yeah, very easy target. But um, that um, that's the one I remember. But we had like I think we had something on the back of that one and other ones. Did it say uh, Southern football? It didn't say Southern football or Ric Flair. With <laughs> there was the this guy at ringside wearing a purple Southern, fo- and he has a piece of purple construction paper <laughs> right on the hard camera. One side it says Southern football, and the other it says. Or I think it was both because there's a like. Two oh yeah, sheets. he had two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, one about, was yeah. just Southern football, and the other said Rick Flair. Rick with a CK. Yeah. Flair number one. Number one. <laughs> oh man. See, like now people don't bring signs anymore. I feel like because like, like all the stuff that you put on them now is or put on them well, back then is like now lame. When there's just not know? really people. Like I know the other company, there's been people that have them I now. Did, yeah. But and there were at rest. It's just not as prominent. Oh, I mean, yeah. you watch a show from the late '90s; they're fucking everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Or a sporting event, just yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, hey, that was a fun little uh, trip good, down memory lane. That was that was that was a good detour. Oh man, give um, us a little little momentum going into this call. Yeah. Um, well, how do you want to go about this? Um, so, like, um, I mean, I called it essentially. So, I mean, I don't. I imagine Triple H and Vince will probably have some things to say to one yeah. another. Well, I think you know, taking a very restrained, yeah, mature approach. We're doing our best here, and, and just like being, you know, straightforward and sort of laying out like what it is we want. Because yeah. I, obviously, uh, I mean, I, I still was, had fun. With I, I, this, I had fun, but it's it a bit of a train wreck. And, yeah, uh, I don't know if the listeners are gonna like it. I well, mean, we're doing our best. Well, I don't but... want to feel this like anxious and nervous every it, week. Yeah, and I don't want you to either. Yeah, so uh, let's just get it all figured out. Yeah, and uh, we will. Um, but yeah, let's just approach this level-headed. Yep. Mature, you know, I agree. And, and I think Vince will come around I, and, and and come to reason. And with hopefully this Triple that. H will too. Yeah, yeah. I think that they deep down they, are both. Hopefully. Yeah, they've got some things to say to one another. Reasonable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Sick. Okay. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, can everyone hear us? We good? Uh, I think we're good. Good. Vince. All. All right. We're just going to go ahead and lay this out here as straightforward as we can. The last couple weeks have been, quite frankly, pretty shitty for our show. And it's been fairly difficult to navigate with the uh, request for content that it sometimes are uh, conflicting. Yeah. uh, 
the making of our shows just kind of essentially fell out of our control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all we want to do is just be able to cover all the programs equally, like we thought, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. And if you know, in total recall. Yes. You know? yeah, of course, that too. Uh, you know, always one of my favorite parts of the show, total recall. And, you know, just be able to make the show on our own terms. And we think if we do, and regardless of the praise or if we're critical of the product, uh, we think our honesty will benefit WWE at the end. Yeah. And like, you know, particularly from the critical angle, there's um, a lot of benefit and exposure um, from just like overt, like the huge torrent of criticism. Like, Mr. McMahon, um, have you ever heard of this phenomenon called outrage culture? Outrage culture? The fuck would that even possibly be? Why would anyone enjoy anyone being outraged? Why would anyone want to be outraged all the damn time? Hey, boys. Remember that term you all came up with? Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah. The pot kettle scenario. I'll show you a scenario, Paul. Isn't everything a scenario? Right. Because you're the world's leading expert on scenarios, seeing that you write such great stories on Raw. I do write great stories on Raw. And you know why that is, Paul? Because more people watch my show Raw than your stupid little pathetic NXT. And really, when you get down to it, that's all that fucking matters. Who gives a fuck about ratings? No matter how many people watch it, it doesn't change the fact that Raw sucks. The plot lines suck. The matches suck. The character development sucks. The overall production is pretty good. I'll give you that. But it doesn't change the fact that the whole show in and of itself generally overall sucks. <laughs> you think I don't know that Raw sucks, Paul? You were on it for almost 30 fucking years. You should know above all else that I'm the one who made it suck. I'm the one who did that. I've made SmackDown suck. And now I've made this stupid Zwan Track podcast suck. No one makes things suck like I do. I'm the fucking king of sucking. And look at me. I'm the best there ever was. The best there is. And Bret Hart never used that line correctly. Because he's a fucking bum. Who I made too. And I made him suck. Just like I made everything else suck. And when I'm done. Every television show. Everything will suck. It'll all be country music. It'll all be trash TV. And I'll be king. I'll be king of this shit mountain. Wait a minute. So you just made Bo the host just to tank our show? Are you fucking kidding me? Right, like, I think there's some, like, higher-level shit going on here. <laughs> like, I think he's trying to make more than us suck. He's trying to lower the bar on, like, everything. Uh, he's trying to bury the bar. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we absolutely don't want any part of this shit. God damn it! You know what? I don't need you two fucking losers anyways. I can find other people to suck for me. You two, consider this strike true and get the fuck out of my company. Awesome. Let's get the fuck out of here, dude. Oi, guys. Well, this is legitimately awful. Textbook 
definition connotation yeah i mean i knew it was wwe we were getting into but uh i couldn't imagine it going more terribly than it has yeah um well here we are again (laughs) so what do we do now well (laughs) you want to go to atlanta
I'm actually gonna go grab some cat food for my cat. So I'll be give me like thirty seconds. 10 seconds. Yeah, dude, do your thing. This is Captain Morgan. Yeah, I well, you already ate your little thing, cat. You're not paying that. <laughs> 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 